Welcome to the fourth episode of the Say Less podcast. I'm Will Donzella, joined here tonight with my friends Mohammed Daffelseed and Zachary Fulcher. And we're going to be talking about a variety of topics tonight. We're going to be including Draymond Green's comments about the NBA's treatment of players. We're going to talk about 80s injury, how that's going to affect the Lakers, and just a few other things related to COVID and some uh, all-star stuff. So let's get started. Um, let's let's first talk about AD's injury. How's this going to affect the Lakers? How has it affect the Lakers? Is he going to be out for the the four weeks that they say? Right. So he's supposed to be out for four weeks at least, you know, at least a month. Um, so this could be tough for the Lakers, to be honest. Uh, they're also, they're only going to have LeBron to lead them, uh, you know, as their All Star candidate and. I think if this if LeBron can get him through this, he he boosts his MVP candidacy. Um, I think that you know if LeBron can go out and the Lakers can win their next couple of games, which is a tough schedule. I think they're playing like the Jazz, uh, the Clippers. I think no, not the Clippers, dumbass. I think the Jazz. I think also they're playing the Heat right now, as the the time of this recording. They got the Wizards. Wizards have been hot. You know, Blazers have been pretty decent with Dame, even with without CJ. And then they got the Warriors too. So if they can keep winning games, and then you know, I think they can get out of this pretty easily. But it all it all depends on Brown and the bench play. Next man up mentality. Mhm. Looking at the schedule right now, um, currently losing to the Heat as we speak. Play the Wizards, Jazz, Blazers, Warriors, Suns, Kings. Yeah, but you you didn't mention the Warriors and Blazers. Yes, I did. You did. Uh, you mentioned the Blazers. We'll have to check that tape later. We'll check that tape. Check the tape. Roll the tape, bro. We'll check the tape later. <laughs> but nonetheless, um, like you said, it is a tough schedule. All those teams have been playing decently good, especially the Wizards, who have been four-game win streak lately with some you know impressive wins. But uh, but some reason, how come they said it was a cap strain now? Because they had a... okay, my bad. Okay, well, I'm just, just no, no, no. I was I was gonna say that was gonna be my main uh, concern there. Go ahead, then, bro. You got it. I I don't have anything else to say. I, I'm a mute. All right, I was <laughs> I was gonna ask. So he had an MRI, and it said no structural damage to the Achilles tendon. But now they're saying he's going to be out with four streaks with a calf strain. I'm not a doctor. I don't really know a lot of things about the Achilles tendon. So I don't know if the calf strain, I mean, the calves and the Achilles are like connected or anything. So do you guys know anything about that? I don't, I don't know. Um, but I do know what happened with Kevin Durant. On the leg. Yeah, I was going to, I was going to mention Kevin Durant's thing. Man, that thing is scary. That video. Yeah. Man. Yep. His whole, so, uh, whole dream, yeah. I mean, it was a well, it was a calf strain for him. Then he comes back, and then he tries to put pressure on his calf, and he ends up blowing up his Achilles. So I guess um, they do kind of connect to each other. Right. Go ahead, Will. Uh, well, I was I was gonna say I I was reading a quote from Anthony Davis today, and he says I think every other game I've wanted to play in this is just a different circumstance with it being an Achilles if it were quad or a finger or anything like that I wouldn't mind playing 
but I just don't really want to play around with an Achilles. Today was the first day we were able to practice, get some run in with some guys to really test it out. He goes on, but he's saying Achilles. So I, I'm just like confused what it is because this is reminiscent of Durant's injury. And we know what happened with him. Big guys with Achilles injuries, they don't mix well. They do not mix well. Durant's mm-hmm. been a special case, really, with the Achilles injury. Special guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, really special guy. Carried the Warriors. Um, but we'll get into that later. We'll get into that later. I wouldn't say such blasphemy at this point in time in the podcast, but continue, continue, continue. I, I'm. I think. Um, he's like one of the only players, uh, other than, uh, was it Dominique Wilkins mm-hmm. who, has, who has been able to come back and seemingly be like great, like a great player. He's, he's at least an MVP candidate right. with, with an Achilles injury. Achilles injuries are detrimental mm-hmm. to big men. Anthony Davis can't shoot like KD. So I, the reason I say this is because I would be worried as a fan of just basketball and I like AD. He's from my hometown. He's from my home city. So like, I love him. Yes, Chicago Mount, yep. Yeah. You know, so we even all love him. Even though he's a damn Packers fan for some reason, but continue <laughs> right. regardless. I, right. I, I, I do. Uh, I just want him to succeed. Mm-hmm. I just, so I'm worried that he's thinking this, he's saying Achilles stuff. They're saying calf strain four to six right. weeks for a calf strain injury is very different than a potential Achilles injury. And we've seen what happened when players come back just just a year or two years ago, bro. KD plays, what, 12 minutes in a finals, and he doesn't do much. He literally just goes for a crossover, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And he's gone for a year. Yep. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little concerned about this. I think this is Achilles because remember during the finals how he kind of stepped on the yeah. bed? But he's starting to mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah, it so, says it says I'm looking at the ESPN story now. So the Lakers are being conservative. So instead of two to three weeks, they're making it four weeks, and they're going to be they're going to watch it. Um, so it says after after suffering a calf strain and aggravating the Achilles tendon in his right leg. Mm. So they said he would be unlikely to return to the lineup before the All Star break. So probably after the all-star break. We want to put this fully behind him and be conservative with it just to make sure that it's fully healed before he's back. That's a quote from the Lakers head coach, Frank Vogel. Um, Would be necessary for Davis to rehab and recover from the calf strain and tendinosis in his right Achilles, as well as ramp up in practices and workouts in order to return to game of action. He's done exactly what he needs to do to get himself back in the best health that he can be in. Said LeBron James, he has an injury that he can't mess around with too much. Facts. And as an organization, as its teammates, as me, as his brother, he has our full full support. So take his time as much as he needs. So I think he'll, you know, if they're unless they're doing really bad without him, um, I think he's going to take his time and recover, and they'll he'll be back at full strength. But if the Lakers are really doing bad by some means when he's not in the floor, then God rest LeBron's MVP chances and. God rest the Lakers. <laughs> it's going to be uh, tough if, if they force AD back from a, uh Achilles injury in the regular season. I don't know what the what that hold for the playoffs. Yikes! Real, real quick before but, you say something, Mohammed. I just want to bring up that they should have the they they have the luxury, which is a, a bad word because it's not a luxury that Kevin Durant got hurt. 
but they have the luxury of seeing the Warriors' horrible, horrible management of Kevin Durant. Okay, he still wanted to come back anyway and play in the finals. Well, I know. That's not a reason. If you're a training yeah. staff, if you're a training Any staff, player would you want can to come back and that. play in the finals. Right. Yeah. If you're a training staff, you do you say no. You you have to not, put your not, foot down. No, no, not if it's the finals and it's an all-star caliber like, I don't know. player like Kevin I, Durant. Personally, he doesn't care, bro. He may not care, but you got to be like, yo, your career could be ended. I probably got. He probably had a decision, and he told, chose to play. To be honest, I'd put my foot down. That's this what. Man, this man and, always and defending also, the Warriors. And also, yes, I'm not defending and the Warriors. I'm just it defending, it is. I'm defending the right, the right take. Sorry, if you want to call it. Here's, here's, here's the other thing. This isn't the playoffs. This isn't the regular. Uh, I'm sorry, the finals. So if he yeah. does have an Achilles injury and they force him back. No, there's no excuse for that. It doesn't matter if he wanted to come back or whatever. You have to put right. your foot down as a training staff. No, you guys think right. um, the short offseason has a play a part in this? Especially for AD, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, Lakers are one of the big teams that voiced out, you know, their issues with having a short offseason. LeBron, of course. Wah, wah, wah. And I've seen Frank Bogle had comments about saying, oh, a lot of players thought that Anthony Davis would be, you know, affected by the 71 day off season they knew so they kind of said they're saying that they knew this was going to happen i'm not surprised mm -hmm. you know because he did mess it up during the finals and he ended up you know still playing so i don't know if they just taped it up and you know gave him some pills and whatever gave him some uh shots and whatever so i mean maybe this is something he's been going you know have an issue with since the finals and he just is starting to catch up to him right i think i i also thought last year you know with ad's injury history that they would he would have trouble you know adjusting to the playoffs and the long schedule but obviously they had that long period of rest so he came back yeah with full strength but yep. there's always going to be a concern with with ad and now, uh, and getting older, LeBron, as durable as he is, and credit to him for staying durable and staying, getting his, keeping his body as you know as hundred percent as possible. But there's always going to be this, this lingering doubt. But I don't know. It could be a factor in the future if they don't treat if AD doesn't come back right and doesn't take care of it right. But he, you know, it's a process, and you know the NBA know has they know how to take care of this stuff. So I don't think that's serious. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't think it's serious. I. I hope the Lakers training staff does the right thing. You know, I'm a Chicago Bulls fan, and we've been, you know, we have a history, reputation of having training staff that doesn't really know how to mm. take oh, care of wow. the players. Mm. <laughs> I can't think of any mm. cases where that would prove true. Mm. <laughs> so, mm. you know, I don't know about the somewhere Lakers training the, staff. Somewhere around, history, around the 2010 year. Mm. Yeah, let's somewhere not there. get into mm. it. Let's not get into it. We all know what I'm talking about, so... <laughs> You know, I don't really know the history of the Lakers training staff, so hopefully, you know, they do the right thing. AD comes back fully healthy and ready to go for the playoffs, you know, make a push for back-to-back -back titles. I, I do want to say, though, his injury history is concerning to me. That's just – that's the I mean, underlying issue to me. No, no, no I don't Achilles? think he's had an Achilles injury. Yeah. But just like injuries in general, I expected yeah, him he, to get hurt. Like you said, Zach, last year, had they not mm -hmm. had that off time, off season – whatever you want to call rest, it, rest period. Uh, yeah. rest period. I think AD would have gotten hurt at some point. Just historically, he does. He's just an injury-prone yeah. player, uh, which mm -hmm. I don't 
I don't wish upon anybody and I don't love that for him, but he is, that's just who he is. Now, the other side of this, how the Lakers play without him, they haven't looked good. They have <laughs> not looked good. Now let's go nope. back two years, two years, three years. It's two and a half years now where LeBron was on the Lakers without AD. Mm-hmm. For those who love to use the argument that the Lakers were the fourth seed before LeBron got hurt, blah, 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 that year. When LeBron James played basketball for the Lakers that season, they were 31 and 32. And I'm pretty sure in the Western Conference, a losing record is not getting you into the playoffs. No, sir. So they wouldn't have made the playoffs that season, in my opinion, anyways, had LeBron played or not for the whole season. That's what you're looking at. Do they become that team? I don't think they would be to that extent because they have a lot more experience on this team. Uh, with various players like Rondo. Um, mm-hmm. So they have much, much more experience, but you can already Rondo's see not on the team no more. I'm right. sorry. What did Schroeder. I say? Schroeder. Schroeder. You said Rondo. They got I said Schroeder. Rondo. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Schroeder. Yeah. But They're like Schroeder. Yeah. They're a little Schroeder. bit deeper this year. Yeah, Schroeder is a, a yeah. good veteran. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Um. but like you, they have they have good experience on the team. Um. That, that can help them be a little bit better. But I have to say that they kind of look a little bit kind of like that team back two years ago without Anthony Davis. I don't know. I think I think Harrell and Schroeder can step up. Yeah. Unlike, I, that's what I'm saying. Up. They, they unlike, have some Unlike board. that young team, yeah. Yeah. They, and they, then they got Gasol, which if any if, – if at the very least he's just a, a veteran player with experience that can help people win. Like, just teach people how to win. Right. Um, not that he has a ton of winning experience, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I personally, I'm, I'm just – I'm a little worried for Anthony Davis's career if if this should be handled poorly. So, I hope that it's not. All right, but, uh, we forgot about Kuzma. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah, Kuzma yeah. Put in minutes Kuzma's, today. Kuzma's elite, right? And then um, – God, Kuzma actually point? led. Kuzma actually led the team in points in this Heat Lakers matchup. So wow. far, or they just they it just ended just there. Ended. Lakers lost by two points. They have Alex Caruso. I mean, he he put, Alex Caruso put in twenty minutes and put up no points. Oh, <laughs> did he do any get any rebounds, steals, blocks? He had four assists. Okay, so he wasn't he had a, just he had, a, he had a triple single. He wasn't just running <laughs> around. That's that's what's up. I had the same. I had the same points as he did. You had the same amount. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's really good territory there for. Mr. Oh, and Caruso. two now. Mm-hmm. That is tough. Damn. Yo. Set up. <laughs> it looked like you just fell off the screen, bro. Set up. <laughs> um, last time that happened, the last episode, of it, I thought he got mad during our debate, and I thought he threw his phone. I was like, damn. <laughs> yeah, bro. I just I'll throw my laptop. All right, so let's let's move on to our next topic. That's going to be some we players have been hesitant to take the coronavirus vaccine, and um, they just don't want to do it. So why why is that? Is this good for the world, first of all, and should they want to take it? Interesting, interesting. Uh, Who wants think- to go first? I think uh, I actually, think Zach wanted to. I, want, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I think of like there's a study of, or something like that that like one third of the population does not want to take the vaccine. 
you know, which mm-hmm. is a little bit scary. You know, we've been in this damn pandemic for so long. Like, at least, at least, get entertain the possibility that you know it'd be a good option. But I think if some players come out and say, "Oh, well, I took it," and, you know, they voice their opinions and say, "What well, say about it," and say that they're going to take it, they can come forth, as, come forth as leaders, and then the the whole league will eventually take it. So, you know, that's my opinion. Well. Like you said, there's only like a third of the population mm-hmm. doesn't want to take it. It's, it's a lot. Good. Yeah, no, I mean, good. it's a lot. Yeah. Um, personally, I had my questions about it, but you know, I like you said, I want to be in this pandemic any longer. It's been going on for too long, and the fact that they even made a vaccine in that short amount of time, I think I read like it takes about four to five years just to make a vaccine. Um, the fact that they didn't what less than a year was you know kind of remarkable but i was reading the espn article i think Walsh wrote, uh, wrote it and adam silver trying to he kind of told gms that they should have you know players you know advocate for the vaccine especially african african american players um just because you know the black community and latino community have been you know struck the hardest with covid mm-hmm. uh, apparently so they think, you know, if, you know, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, Damian Lillard, guys like that, if they, you know, promote the vaccine um, through the league, then maybe, you know, communities like like that that have been hit with the pandemic, you know, uh, take it. Um, I also read that they're going to have about 70 million to 100 million uh, vaccines ready by mid-March, late April. Uh, so it will be available to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So they have athletes who, you know, we talked about, you know, episodes before that influence a lot of people, especially young ones. Um, if they have athletes, you know, promoting the vaccine, they take it themselves and they show that to a lot of people through social media, then I think then, you know, they will make a big, great impact, obviously. Um, so... I, I do have quite a few thoughts on this. I, I do think they should be taking, hopefully taking this for the exact reasons that you said, Mohammed and Zach. They, they can influence people. And first of all, a third of the population not taking the vaccine, that is, that's significant. That, that basically means- <laughs> that's, Yeah, that's a big that, yike. That means that it doesn't work. You need like 86, 85% of the population to take it just for it to do its job. Just, just to put that in perspective, my number may be a little bit off, but it's somewhere in that range. So a third of the population not taking it will seriously, seriously hurt us. We've been in this for a year, uh, going on or a little over a year, right? I, yes, I just want to get, I just want to get back to life. Um, and they, they have the power to make people be like, oh, okay, maybe this, this is a good thing, and for people that fear that it will make you sick it can't it's not possible it can give you symptoms it can't make you sick though um because of the way it's it's made but the other the other issue is that like you said in the time frame that it's made you can't just roll out medical stuff without it being going through all the necessary trials and tests that's just yeah happen those tests are just done faster and yeah they're, they're or 
like one test will be done at the same time as another. That's how that works. So I, I would hope that players are going to look at this stuff and, and be like, hey, we want to we wanna play a full season. We want to, you know, have a season where there's where this isn't an issue, right? Because we've already seen, we talked about it on prior episodes, the Wizards, Sixers, the Heat. They want the fans and, back you know, too, right? Yeah, you want the fans back, like that feeling, like Terry Rozier hitting his game winner tonight, the, um, Anthony Edwards dunk the other night. Like just imagine those plays um, with, fans. With, yeah. with fans. And I, we could go on and on about that. So I, I hope that they, they would do this. And I think that it would be a good good thing for the world it'll step us in the right direction um i want to i want to bring up that jason tatum did say that he has ever since he's had covid he hasn't felt like he can breathe as well and he, he can't play as long now this this was a side effect this is what doctors said would happen they they've nope. done trials and they found lasting effects this is why on other discussions we've had where i was I was kind of surprised that like college athletes wanted to play so bad. I was like, why would you want to risk getting this and tarnishing your lungs forever and then right. tarnishing your chances to be a professional athlete? You're seeing that yeah. happen now with professional athletes that have had it. Um, and that's just the beginning, right? He's only, he hasn't even had it for like, it hasn't been a year since he's had it. So that's, that's showing you how fast those things happen. Yeah. So I, I really hope that their influence when they start to get it which i'm hoping will happen then it'll influence the rest of our country to to get it and then we can start moving in the right direction hopefully get back out to these games i know i want to go to a bulls game yes sir i mean i need to to see my team win you know sir so i want to see how the new team the new organization the new coach looks see how it's all put together see what they look like on the court in person so, you know, that's just my thoughts. I really hope that they take it. And I hope that as a result, people are like, okay, yeah, this, this is all right. And the article says, too, that Adam Silver said that if players do get vaccinated, you know, uh, protocols for, like, testing and quarantining, you know, do become more, I mean, not more, uh, less, you know, restrictive. So more lenient, yeah. Yeah, so... It won't better for you know, like we said last week about the old Kevin Durant situation. You know, things like that wouldn't happen anymore. Or the or have less randomly taken out of the game. Yeah, taken out of the game. Yep. Yikes. I mean, yeah, that's and that's that's just a benefit to everybody, right? You know, like to the, yeah. every team in the league. And then you won't have all these games postponed, like. I know Zach's been complaining about the Mavs having games postponed this week, uh, which is not related to COVID, but, you know, stuff like that. fantasy matchup has been going terrible, bro. Down (laughs) horrendous. We've been awful this week, man. I imagine listening to Jack Novelli. No Doncic. Oh, my God, bro. That's crazy, bro. The Nov Squad. It's ruined me. No Doncic, no. (laughs) Depressed Nov Squad. Depressed depressed, depressed (laughs) Fulcher, bro. I mean, I'm going to lose to Jack, and it's going to be toxic for the next week and a half. Week and a half is generous, bro. That's going to be week for the next season. This man's never going to let it go, ever. Oh, that man's going to talk go. about it like the one shot he hit on you. Oh, my God. It's be the greatest highlight of his life, like the Y ball Mount game. Mouth him, bro. <laughs> Smacked him like a pancake. Just... The 26-point Y ball bro, game. I can down, yeah. That's just, that's just, <laughs> just the fact that Jack hitting a shot over me is just. I'm so dead. 
hilarious. You know, I, I could dominate this man like I've had before, and then all of a sudden, bow. For those, for like those who, whatever. Yeah, for those who don't understand the perspective here, Zach is like five foot negative four inches, and then Jack, <laughs> Jack's like six seven, and he gets spanked by Zach every time they play. <laughs> great, it's great content. Uh-huh. Great, it's great content. Great content. Fantastic. Um, yeah, so let's let's move on to this next topic. Let's let's talk about Draymond Green's comments about the NBA, mm-hmm. and we're gonna we're gonna just play the clip real quick for you guys of what he said. So let's just yes, sir. Draymond, Draymond. To watch Andre Drummond before the game. Uh, sit on the sideline, then go to the back, and then come out in street clothes because a team is going to trade him is bullshit. Because when James Harden asked for a trade and essentially dogged it, I don't think there was no surprise or no, you know, there's no one's going to fight back that James was dogging it his last days in Houston. But he was castrated for one to go to a different team and everybody destroyed that man. And yet a team can come out and say, oh, we want to trade a guy. And then that guy is to go sit. And if he doesn't stay professional, then he's a cancer and he's not good in someone's locker room and he's the issue. And we've seen situations of Harrison Barnes getting pulled off the bench. You know, DeMarcus Cousins finding out that he's traded in an interview after the All-Star game, and we continue to let this happen. But I got fined for stating my opinion of what I thought should happen with another player. But teams can come out and continue to say, oh, we're trading guys, we're not playing you. And yet we're to stay professional. At some point, as players, we need to be treated with the same respect and have the same rights that the team can have. Because as a player, you're the worst person in the world when you want a different situation. but but a team can say they're trading you and that man is to stay in shape. He is to stay professional. And if not, his career is on the line. At some point, this league has to protect the players from embarrassment like that. You know, we talk all of this stuff about, you can't do this, you can't say that publicly. If you say that publicly, you're fine. Anthony Davis got fined, I think $100,000 or something like that for demanding a trade publicly. But you can say Andre Drummond's getting traded publicly and we're looking to trade him publicly and he's to stay professional and just deal with it. But then when Kyrie Irving say, oh, my mental health is off, everybody go crazy about that too. Do you not think that affects someone mentally? As much as we put into this game to be great. That's facts. That's Jermon was uh, was on something, man. Was on to something. He was spitting the facts there. Onto something. Honestly, uh, it's not wrong. We want yeah. you. You want to go first, Zach? Yeah, I'll go first. Uh, one thing off the gate that I think about is, you know, I think there should be a double standard, and you know, teams should should be held and there should be disrespect for the organizations. Uh, you know, one thing comes to mind is how uh, organizations treat players when they trade them away. 
you know, you know, teams like I remember the Isaiah Thomas trade with the Celtics. They traded him away, and you know, he was just shocked. And you know, he had he had gave so much to that Celtics organization through only only through one year. You know, that crazy playoff run, uh, that game after his I think his sister died, um, just going crazy. Uh, that whole the whole playoff run, the whole the whole regular season. You know, he was an integrated part of that culture, and they were. He was the face of that franchise at that point in time, and then they traded him away. And ultimately, that's a good decision, but it's it's ultimately ultimately a business, and the fans should not get disres- should not disrespect players for trying to make their own decision. And the players should have their own culture, and they should have their own way about doing things if it's a business. And they should not get vilified or castrated, as Draymond said, for you know taking aspects or taking care of themselves yeah that's, you want to go next yeah that's fair yeah i'll go um i i agree with what draymond said i i also mm-hmm. um i've listened to this a few times and i i just forgot for some reason about how i felt when i saw harrison barnes on the bench that day like finding out he <laughs> was traded because mm-hmm. harrison yeah. barnes at that point yeah. had gone through quite a bit right yeah, he, he yeah. was a, a valuable right. role player for the, the Warriors um, on their championship team. Right. And and or was he was he on that team still when they won? Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he, was. he was. OK, 2016. Yeah. Yeah. 2015. Um, but then then he kind of fell off and like he was he was thrown out the door. Um, but but like I just remember looking at his face and like just being like feeling terrible like feeling really terrible for that man because he just looked hurt. And I think that's, that's what Draymond's getting at. Like there's, there has to be some level of respect where you treat like respect is literally treat others the way you want to be treated. Right. So if you want a player to come and ask you to, for a trade, instead of going public with it, you should do the same thing for them. Why is Anthony Davis getting fined? Whatever Draymond said, a hundred thousand, which in itself is absurd. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's, yep. that's insane. I know it's pocket change for them, but honestly, really a hundred thousand dollars for being like, Oh, oh I want to trade. It's, it's, yeah. It's, I don't know. That that's, just, right, but, that's just blasphemy. Yeah. yeah but um, blasphemous. Yeah. It's blasphemous. So that, that, that's absurd to me. Um, right. So when Anthony Davis says that, like you, you don't treat other players with that respect. Um, DeMar, you know, DeMar DeRozan and all the players like that. But uh, one thing I do want to bring up is, is like LeBron James, <laughs> when he, when he made his decision to go to the heat, right. He let the yeah. world know where, where did he let him know? On, the, on ESPN. On ESPN, right. He didn't tell mm-hmm. Daniel Gilbert, nobody in the Cavs knew. And that's how he told everybody. And he got shredded. I, right. I mean, absolutely shredded. I, I was in Cleveland during for that night, and I just remember all of my family members and everybody just like just getting so angry, trashing him. You know why didn't you tell? Nobody knew this was coming. Blah blah blah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you you shred LeBron James for that, the face of the NBA, mind you, the best player in the league to most people, and mm-hmm. probably has been for years and years, maybe even a decade, maybe longer. Right. Mm-hmm. And he gets treated that way, but a team can just be like, "Hey, by the way, you can't, you can't suit up for the second half because we just traded you, and you're you're not Man. gonna play here anymore." Right. 
So that's what Draymond's getting at. He's got a point. He's right. No packs. The double standard, man. Yeah. It's crazy because if Andre Drummond, like Draymond said, if he said, hey, I want to request a trade, if he went up to the Cavs GM, and then he says, by the way, until you trade me, I'm going to, you know, not play. I'm going to stay at home, you know, with uh, not taking a risk of injury. I'm going to be completely healthy, no quarantining with my next team and all that other stuff. You get crucified for that. But the Cavs do that to him because they said, oh, you know what? We were about to trade him, so we want him to be completely healthy, all the other stuff. He has to sit there and be professional about it. You can't complain, nothing like that. I think it's just absurd. Mm-hmm. It's just dumb. You know, but James Harden over here doesn't like the situation in Houston. You know, they trade away uh, Russ for John Wall. Um, apparently, they didn't impress Harden enough, and he requested a trade, and everybody was criticizing him. Right. Like, then again, they do have contracts. So, um, you know, another perspective of this situation is just like, you know, they're employees and they have a boss. And sometimes, you know, people that want to be a boss, you know, mm-hmm. they would say right. something like this, like what Draymond said. Uh, I know I was watching Speak for Yourself on Fox Sports and they were talking about that. Um, don't really know the whole situation, but. They, I know they're having conversation about employee and bosses and stuff, but I, in the end, I think there is a double standard. Um, I don't really know how they would fix it. Maybe, I don't know, because the the league nowadays, you know, are more, it's, it's a player's league now. The NFL is still, you know, organization league, but I think the NBA is the biggest player league in the world right now. Yeah. So if, like, I don't know, I think, I guess the only change they would have is just the the fines you know the whole tampering mm-hmm. fines that they do just Draymond Green made comments about Devin Booker and said oh uh you know he needs to get out of Phoenix that's not a good situation for him when he was on TNT yeah he got fined 50k for that that's the and one like I think that's the one he was referencing he said that player yeah and then, yeah that that player. <laughs> he's trying to get him the, to come to Golden State <laughs> and I remember I don't know if you guys remember this I think Doc Rivers made a good comment about I forgot what player it was it was last season when he was coaching the Clippers and he got fined just oh, God, same amount yeah. as yeah same amount as Draymond just just for commenting about how good a player was he didn't even say anything about it was PG, oh, we need that player yeah that's Paul Jordan no it was it was a player that wasn't on his team oh right oh Doc Rivers I, right right yeah it was right, Doc yeah. Rivers I forgot who the player was but he just legit com- complimented the player and he got fined by the league right because it was tempering but yeah. Like I said, if a coach and player gets fined for doing that, not even on the court, not something associated with NBA, I guess, yeah, TNT and stuff like that, but t- television, but what if a Dan Gilbert came out and made a statement and said, oh, uh, you know, I think Darren Fox is a really good player. I wish he was on the Pelicans. They wouldn't find Dan Gilbert for that. Why? Because right. maybe because he's a GM and it's his job to, you know, scout players, I guess, to make his team better. Right. That's don't, when, what when the players yeah. want to don't franchise players in all sports always have some type of say and mm-hmm. before decisions. Right. Maybe not most of them, uh, some of them, but a lot of them do. So a lot of them should, yeah. So what's the difference between Doc Rivers or Draymond Green saying compliment, complimenting another player, or saying a hey, his situation, whatever, is not a good situation he's in right now. Right. If the organ, if an organization constantly and Oh, just disrespects over and over. Just dis- disrespects over and over a player. Over and over disrespects a player. 
mm-hmm. then they should have the right to leave and make a business decision for them. Yeah, I had a tough time getting that one out, but yeah, <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, reminds me of that the whole Deshaun Watson, uh, DeAndre Hopkins stuff. You know, they didn't they didn't consult him at all about it. They didn't clue him in on any business decisions. Like he should he should have that right to request a trade. And you know, some people take offense to that. And you're like, suck it up, be a man. You know, play the team anyway. You know, it's a business. But if it's a business, they should be able to get out. You know, if they, if the organization is bad as hell, like Dan Gilbert and the damn Cavs. And they were ass the whole time with LeBron in the first that first first thing, and then they ripped him for leaving. Dan Gilbert put like a whole PR statement about how bad LeBron is. Oh, you never did anything for this team <laughs> with us, you know. Yada yada yada. He didn't you know. do anything. He didn't go to the finals. Right. You, maybe you should have had some people out there besides Big Z helping him out, Mr. Dan Gilbert. But whatever. <laughs> he he didn't play with a whole bunch of seventy overall players in two K. Mm-hmm. Banter club, banter organization. Trash. <laughs> I, I want to talk about um their their freedoms though, like and their rights to do something. So the, I think players should be able to do what's best in their best interest. Because I understand the contracts and everything. I signed a five year contract. I'm committed to you. Five, Paul George signed it with OKC, right? Four yeah. years, five. I can't remember. Four years. But within mm-hmm. one year, he's like, I got a dip. Things happen. Yeah. Things happen, right? Right. And you have to do what's best for your interest in that moment because you can't trust anybody else to do it because teams mm-hmm. have shown that they won't. And it's a business. You have to remember that. I'm going to be a Colin Coward here for a moment, and Zach's going to hate this. But That's the guy. Yeah, nah, I'm going to make a metaphor. I'm going to make a, a metaphor. Analogy? Here. He's got yeah, analogy. Yeah. Um, I had a job this a, a little bit ago, and I was going to go into a bad situation really quick. And I had to make that decision to get out of it right there or be stuck contractually right. like an NBA player for, right. for two, two, two years with my, with, uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and that I had to, I had to choose to do what was best for me right there because right. nobody else will. So these players have to be given that option too. They have right. to be able to just be like, Hey, this isn't working out. James Harden, James Harden gave everything to Houston. I mean, he gave everything. Even if he hadn't, though, he sees a bad situation. He just wants out. People want change. That's it happens. Like the presidents, we change presidents every four or eight years, you know, in government. Yeah, democracy. Democracy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But like it happens. And I, I don't understand this notion, like when fans get mad as well, like it's not your life. You're not living that life. And I know we're all suspect of doing it. Like if, if, uh, you know, I was a, if I was a Warriors fan for some reason, and I was like, let's just say a huge Steph Curry fan, I don't know. But, and then Steph Curry was like, Hey, I want to dip out and I want to get out of here. I would be pretty upset, but you have to try and put that aside to be like, Hey, this is their life. I understand that maybe there's something going on. So that, that's just my two cents on it. I think players should be able to do what they want, what's best for them, because you can't trust anybody else to do it. And you can get stuck in a bad situation like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So or you can just get swept away like DeRozan did with the Raptors, man. Oh, that's, yeah, and exactly. They them away too, yeah. You stay loyal and, and then they just dip the, you out as soon as they. Of an eye. Yeah, as soon as they were like, oh, well, you're not good enough for us anymore. You don't fit our vision, whatever. Um, so yeah, I, I, 
think that it's their freedom. Yep. But let's move on. Let's move on to this topic. This is a good topic. I love this. How much should team success be taken into account for, mm. for individual awards? So like the MVP mm. race. Okay, uh, bro, grunting hard is hard for no reason. No, right. let, mm. Zach seems excited about this. Oh, Go ahead, bro. Hold up, hold I, up, hold I, up. I just want to <sighs> a bold Sorry. take real quick. Bold take real quick. Uh, as of right now, I'm changing my MVP uh MVP stance this year. Yikes. Mr. Already St- bailing. Mr. Steph Curry for MVP. Uh he's doing numbers right now for the Warriors, man. Putting up similar stats to his his, his amazing days. Uh, and his let me just look up the standings teams. in the West real quick. Just yeah. because we we're go. gonna be on topic. Yeah, yeah, on yeah topic. that's that's gonna be right on topic with what I, I say, Mohammed. Right I think, on topic. I, I think that team success does play a part in the MVP mm. race, mm. but I don't think it should be as much of a factor as it is ah. now. Ah. Can I? Do, I, not, do you want to go, Mohammed? After him? case in point, I think, um, you know, if a team is doing well and is at the top of the standings, I think a player gets less valuable or if they have more depth around him, the player gets less valuable. So I think if most valuable player should be someone that is taking a good team, taking a, taking a bad team more, more so to say to a playoff spot or to continuing for championships or so on, so on. So, so that's my two cents on uh, the MVP and how standing should take into account in team success. I think should be somewhat, you know, you can't be on a terrible team and, Win the MVP, but if you're doing crazy numbers, you know, go ahead. You know and do saying, it. Go ahead, go ahead. I see. I, I'm gonna get lit up here. I can tell it's two on one. <laughs> you done? You done, bro? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Are you sure go you ahead. don't want to speak out any other award? Well, I'm after, well, MVP. Well, I'm after rebuke all the blasphemy you're about to say in the. Well, I I have no blasphemy. I have evidence. So so ahead, so Zach so Zach. So let me get it right. So you think just because I do, I will say this, I will say this. If, if, if it would be, be the change, it is a little bit of a knock and it is a little kind of unfair to players that have won MVP in the past, because, you know, there's arguments that, you know, other players could have won if the MVP, the standings wouldn't have been taken into account. So there is that, and it's a little bit tough to change, but you know, Steph Curry, doing some pretty so, nice work here so so you're saying just because someone put up big numbers and their team would be a let's say uh <laughs> let's see a 14th seed instead of the seventh seed you think that's a that makes a strong case what do you mean so he's, let's he's... just say so so the warriors are the ninth seed right now in the west right so without steph curry they'll probably be the 14th it would probably be Worse than without Steph, Curry, without Steph Curry, they were the they were the last team in the West. Mm, okay, the so they make so make the jump from the last team last season to let's say they finish competing for the seventh right. seven seed or the eighth seed. So yeah. would you? What would you? Damn. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. So back to our second. Mm-hmm. So where'd you put Curry in the rankings if the Warriors finished, let's say, the A seed this year, in the MVP rankings? 
eight seed. Well, eight seed. Yeah, eight seed would be tough to put him, make him the MVP. To be honest, but if they're so what? So what seed? If he takes him to the play, you? if he takes him to the if they're the eight seed, if he takes him to the playoffs, it makes it like the seventh or sixth seed or the fifth seed. Oh, no doubt in my mind, he's the MVP. No doubt in my mind, he's, because, he's MVP because they were so bad last year, and the only ah. really the only change. I mean, they get Wiseman now, but he's been out most uh-huh. recently, and you know the veterans yeah. fill in. But the but the biggest change has been they Uber get Curry and, back. Uh huh. The biggest change is they get Uber. I mean, uh-huh. they get stuff. Ah, even yeah. you admit it was Uber. All no, right. no, uh, no. They had Wiggins uh, last year too. Okay. They had players off the bench too, but they had Draymond so, as well. But they the, the, they were so bad last year, and Steph Curry is taking. And I remember a lot of people saying before the beginning of the season. Some of the people in this podcast, if I'm correct, saying the Warriors are not a playoff team, not built for the playoffs. I yet, I think I might have are. said that. And yet here they are. Clearly, they're the ninth seed. So. Competing and a lot of people questioning Steph Curry's legacy. And, you know, if he can't, well, if he can't take these this playoff team, these teams to the playoffs, then, you know, he shouldn't be, he's not one of the greats. But here he is doing, going off. Sounds like, putting sounds like, crazy numbers. Sounds like someone was the, hurt. And Someone's heard about. Playoffs. I can't wait. Look, Zach, your love, Steph Curry, your love for Steph Curry. No, bro, your love for Steph Curry is probably exceeds my love for Derrick Rose. And I never thought someone would actually accomplish that. Wow. So, and my love for so, KD and Giannis. Mm, so the 76ers are currently the one seed right now. Uh-huh. One seed. Who did Last I pick they, for MVP? Who'd you pick? I think, I think it was Embiid. But that Indeed, would make, I mean, it wouldn't I make mean, sense as a one seed. Never mind. Sorry. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, so Whatever. last year the Seventy Sixers were the sixth seed in the East, forty-three and thirty. Now okay. let's just okay. So I mean, the, the league was a uh, you know put to a halt. So let me go there. Year before, fifty-one and thirty-one. But that was with Jimmy Butler. So I won't really take that into count. So let's go a couple of years back. Four years ago. Oh God, the Sixers were terrible. <laughs> you can't go. You can't go too four far years. back, bro. We're going Yee. four years ago about the MVP debate. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just improvement. Because you, you said, yeah. Because you well, said about the Warriors being the last seed last year. The Warriors have been significantly improved since mm. last year. Fourteen and nine. Look, Zach, I admit you make a good point, but I just think Embiid has a stronger case right now. Okay. Okay. Um, I will admit. I the, mean, thing, that, the thing is, that though, 50, like, that fifty point seventeen rebound game the other night. Yeah, mm. it was crazy. Yeah, mm. Steph's had games like that, though. I know, See. but right, but he Look, up. Yeah. If I admit it, if the if Curry gets the Warriors to let's say the fifth seed, yeah. that's where the Trailblazers are. Right. Um, or the fourth seed, that's where the Phoenix Suns are. Mm-hmm. The gap between those teams and the Warriors, I say, is yeah. pretty significant, just because they have. A better quality, and mm-hmm. the Warriors' bench is atrocious. Um, mm-hmm. So we can't really speak on that. Yeah. Um, six seed as the Spurs, I said that's the Warriors' level. So if Curry gets them fourth to fifth seed, I think he makes a top two strong case. Bro, are you okay? Like Ooh, all, this, a, all this Curry thing. talk, getting mad. No, <laughs> <laughs> but the universe is flipping. He's talking nice about Curry. <laughs> It's just the narrative because the media is the one that votes for the MVP. And I think right. just the narrative, the whole, you know, the whole top one seed and all that stuff. And if you're the number one seed and, and B's putting up career numbers, I think 
I think if they just keep it up, he'd, he'd probably be MVP. Because the second seed is the Nets, and God knows nobody's going to pick any player on the Nets to be MVP. Uh, the first seed is the Jazz. Nobody in the Jazz is making a case for MVP. Second seed in the West are the Clippers now. And I guess Kawhi would make a case, but, you know. I would I say PG it. more so. Well, he got hurt, so. Yeah, he's, got, he's, got, he's been getting injured. So, right. I think it's between Embiid and Jokic and Curry. LeBron. But okay, here before you, I go, you can, should, is, LeBron should be over Jokic. Come on. Can I can I ask something though before I before I give my take here? Right. Jokic is putting up way better numbers. Well, not way better numbers than Curry, but better numbers than Curry, and he's doing it as a big man. So let's say they finish with a similar record as the uh, Warriors. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you value him? Do you have him as an MVP candidate over Curry, Zach? I'm asking you personally. No. Is it because no, they, think, they have I Murray? Th- no, because I think the results of how they were, I think history does prove a point. So I think, you know, without Curry, you know, they're obviously way worse. So I think if he's the MVP, you know, if if he steps up and, you know, is leads this team to the playoffs, you know, significantly, then – this team is not is not you know built around you know making it to the playoffs. But if they do, you know, he, I think he's very valuable because you can take him away, and then suddenly their whole offense their whole offense goes away. Whereas, you know, with Jokic, they still have Murray. Um, they still can do decent stuff if they lean on Murray. You know, so and Jokic and Murray, is Murray Murray's been underperforming this year. Right. So well, um, recently he's. Like last, literally, like last two games. Well, if Jokic was yeah, going, but and if Jokic was this going, season. Yeah. Jokic, what, what's Jokic? Jokic mm-hmm. has been unbelievable. unbelievable. Jokic is averaging 27, 11, and 8 right now. He would be my MVP pick if they had a better record, which. Yeah. Um, That's fair. Mom, can I go? You got any yeah, more? Yeah, go ahead. All right. No, so, I'm so I'm going to, so why Jokic would be my. MVP pick if they had a higher seed would be because I do believe seeding matters and I have literal literal historical data to support this. Now I know you went uh, you pointed out how maybe it shouldn't matter as much nowadays, but history says it does. The only player ever to win it well since 1985 because before 1985 the MVP voting was very everything was very different, right? Hmm. So, but mm-hmm. even if you go before that, there have only been three players to win it outside of the two seed, whether your team wasn't the first or the second seed. Russell Westbrook was sixth seed, not seventh. I think we went over that last right. week. Sixth seed, triple double, first person to do so since Oscar Robinson, right? I, yeah, I kind of understand it. I yeah, personally, I personally didn't think he deserved it just because I do, I do value that you need to uh, be a higher seed, and I'll explain that in a second. Then Carl Malone was the third seed. Um, I forgot the year, 19. Let me, let me just make sure I, I get it right. Uh, so I have it. Third seed in 1999. So that was the, uh, that was the year of the lockout. So yep. right after MJ retired. And then Moses Malone before 1985. They were the sixth seed. So that... So it's pretty much unheard of. If you're not a top two seed, right? it pretty much doesn't happen. I know Jordan won it as a second seed one year when they were tied as the third seed. So you're talking about elite, 
elite mm-hmm. players. And I'm not saying Curry isn't elite elite, but I just, I value winning that much. And the reason is if you're the most valuable player in the league, to me, that means you're leading your team to wins. And that will show in your record, right? Obviously. So if you're the most valuable, you it should directly correlate to winning. That's just how I value it, um, especially the MVP award. So I, I, I think if you can't um, lead your team to wins, it's not you're not really considered. Now that being said, I have listed uh, Jokic and Embiid as kind of my top two, really. If if Jokic is if the Nuggets can get up, the last big the last center to win the award was Shaq in 2000. So mm-hmm. I unanimous. Yeah, unless unless you want to. Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Dirk Nowitzki, they're not technically centers, so I'm not including them. But mm-hmm. if you want to go by strictly center, the last one was 21 years ago. So I would yeah. say the odds are not in their favor, not mm-hmm. at all. I um, think I think Embiid, I mean, this man is averaging 30 points a game, 11 rebounds, three assists. Um, he's shooting 54 from the field, 54% from the field, 40% from three. He's almost, center. he's almost averaging – 50, 40, 90, 50, 40, 90. To be on, to be on the, on yeah. And his free throw yeah. percentage is 85. So mm-hmm. I think numbers-wise, he has That would be he nuts. Has... <laughs> he gets my MVP vote if he goes up to 90% free throw shooting, bro. Yeah. Holy I'm, hell. That would be insane. And the number one seed. So I think he's a clear favorite right now just because he's so, doing yeah. this as a center. Um, He is balling out, man. I can't, I can't lie. It's a good pick. Like I said, Zach, like, I like I agree with Will. Team team wins do take effect for me personally yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good example is I advocate for Kobe to win those MVPs over Steve Nash, but he was a seventh seed. I think one year and then year after that he was a sixth seed, but he was averaging what thirty five points a game. Mm-hmm. And without Kobe, that team is definitely not making the playoffs mm-hmm. at all. They're probably been the worst team yeah. in NBA. So. Yeah. I, I will also I'd... say this. I will also say this. I do think 2008 Dwayne Wade got snubbed. You know, I think they were the one seed that year, and LeBron won it. Um, you know, that so was Kobe. Kobe actually won it that year. I, I know Wade one year had the best. Oh, record. it was 09. It was 09. Yeah, 09. Yeah. I, I want to say Zach. Dwayne that... Wade. Dwayne Wade should. Dwayne Wade should have one, bro. They were the best I, team. I that don't year. disagree. I I want to say I understand. Like so, first of all, it is by the media, right? So this this whole system is pretty flawed in itself. It's narr- It's all narratives, it's, bro. I'm yeah, telling you, that's it is. I will say that what I can give you is that Curry doesn't have another all. Probably doesn't even have another all. He doesn't have another all. He does on the not. Team. No. There's there's the team is like honestly, I predicted the Warriors to not make the playoffs this year because I look at that roster. I'm like, this team is horrible. Like it outside of Stephen Curry, this team is terrible. You've seen Ubre has one great game every ten games or whatever. Uh, Wiggins has just not been great. I, I'm not saying they can't make the playoffs. So I, I'm just trying to like say I understand what you're saying. Like this, I I agree the Warriors are awful without Steph Curry. Like they're atrocious right. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And so I, I I would give them that him that edge in that sense because the the people I listed Jokic have has Jamal LeBron has AD assuming he plays you know the rest of the year um Tobias Harris with Embiid and Ben Simmons right um mm-hmm. it, who else would you even put Kawhi PG they're they're together 
I don't, I don't think you'd put anybody from the Jazz. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, obviously. So that yeah. is Steph Curry's strongest argument, in my mm -hmm. opinion, yeah. is that, hey, I have nothing. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's like we talked about with Harden last week, how an entire defense can key in on Steph Curry because who else, who, who else is there on that team to score, like, religiously? No one. So yeah. I'll, I'll give it – I'll give you that. I just – if you're most valuable, in my opinion, you're going to find a way to make your team win. That's at the end of the day. I don't want to hear excuses. I want to see the results. That's how it is for me. Well, well, if, if the Warriors finished the fifth seed, would you, where would you put Curry in your MVP rankings? It's hard to say. I, it depends how the other guys pan out, but I would, if they're, first of all, if the Nuggets are ahead of them, I don't care. I'm not putting Curry above Fielkic. I don't care. That's just my opinion. <sighs> I I just don't. Cause it, well, that's that's not fair. If if Jokic keeps this up, because if he doesn't, I'm assuming that all players keep up. You know their their level of play, right? So yeah. I, I would still probably put Embiid first if if they're the first seed. I just I don't see a way around giving it to him with the stats he's putting up mm -hmm. and the team record. But I I would give Curry. I mean, I give him a shot. I just don't – I just value winning that much. That's just me personally. Right. To be, for me, I think LeBron is going to slip out. I think he'll still be a top six, whatever. I think he'll slip out, though, just because I don't think the Lakers – I think they'll still be the, maybe the third seed, but I think the Jazz and Clippers will win more games while Anthony Davis is sitting out. Um, so, I say Embiid is number one right now. I know Dame Lillard popped up in NBA's top three this week. I put him up there just because they're playing without really good CJ. Without CJ. Yeah. yeah. So, Embiid, Dame, I say LeBron's three. Um, but end of the season, I think it'll be Embiid, Jokic, Dame, then Curry, and then LeBron. I think that'd be the top five. Wow. We'll see how it pans out. If if they keep winning, that is I'll if the 76ers it. is the number one seed and maybe Nuggets are a top three seed. In, yeah, see, so I, I'll, I'll be more on Curry's train if the Sixers don't get the number one or the two seed somehow because their mm -hmm. team is just – it's too talented. I mean, Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, right there. I mean, I've got three great players. Obviously, yeah. the Nets are <laughs> – I, I don't think the Nets probably – they're probably playing like LeBron typically plays. They, they don't really care about the regular season, I would guess. Um, yeah. They just want to stay in the float to be a good enough seed to, you know, to, to have home court, right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. I, I will say if the, those teams are not up there, then Curry in my book is valued much, much more because I don't see an excuse for them. I do see an excuse for Curry, although I don't believe in excuses. I can understand if that team can't make the playoffs as I predicted. But we do have to move on to our next topic. We got one more topic. We're going to run a little overtime. Thanks for bearing with us, but this is, this is going to be a great topic. This is going to be a great debate for us. Mm. Um, I've been looking forward to this one all night. Who has had more help, LeBron James or Kevin Durant? Mm. Pat, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Let, me, let, let Mo go first. I want to hear what Mo has to say first. Um, well, I found this graphic. Just because, you know, obviously I had to re do my research. Um, 
Durant's best teammates, LeBron's best teammates. Durant has Curry, obviously, Westbrook, Thompson, Draymond, Kyrie, Ibaka, and James Harden. Uh, overall aspect, I'd say that's pretty good. Um, if you want to talk about what type of player, you know, Harden was during the OKC era, then the Rockets era, and obviously right. the Brooklyn era. I'll, I'll so talk about take that. Account, yeah. uh, take an account in that. I got you. Um, yeah. But those are Durant's best teammates. LeBron's is obviously D-Wade, Michael Davis, Kyrie, Chris Bosh, Kevin Love, Ray Allen, and Big Z. Like uh, Zach said. Elgowskis. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't really know the answer to this question, dude. Like, mm. I mean, Durant what run? Uh, he won two rings with, uh, you know, his his big team with the Warriors, and then he didn't obviously he didn't win with the Thunder. Uh, but uh, they were too young, twenty twelve, and then twenty thirteen Westbrook gets injured, twenty fourteen. No, 2013, Durant gets injured. 2014, Westbrook gets injured. 2015, I think Durant gets injured again. And obviously, 2016, the infamous 3-1 lead, whatever. And then after that, boom, it's gone. It would break yeah. up. So my answer, uh, I think it's pretty even. I think it just whatever you're biased to, whatever agenda you have. Oh, it's all, it's just all like biased. Some people. It's I all do. agenda and bias. So. <laughs> I do want to. If I had to pick, I say Durant Loki has had more. I say top wise, top wise. In the top, he's had better quality yeah. players. Can I, can I just say before just you go, Zach? Just because of his career with Brooklyn right now. I want to say before you go, Zach, that I did see a graphic um, that Durant and LeBron have had the best teams of any players ever. Yep. Like, That's just right. in, in terms of talent, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, dang, dude, they, they really just load up teams nowadays, huh? Yep. yep. But uh, go on, Zach. Sorry. What you, what, what's your pick? Um, so my pick is, is going to be LeBron, and I have a reasoning for that. Um, I, I went through and I counted how many all-star players they played with. So I'm not counting Ray Allen, who was an all-star, right, at some point. He was an all-star when he played with LeBron, so I'm not counting that. He can't, it's 16, 16 players that he played with that were an all-star. Now, I, when, I was, when I found this, they were comparing it to MJ, and when you compare it to MJ, it's not even close. Like, MJ didn't have – it's just not even a debate. So this is me assuming that – or including that Anthony Davis is an all-star this year, right? He won't play in the all-star game, but he would be an all-star, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Durant has played with 13 if you include the years where he or Westbrook didn't play, then it would just be 10, right? 10 all-stars. Right. And that's, that's also including James Harden and Kyrie this year. I did not include James Harden. I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving last year because Durant didn't play. Right. So mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah. didn't include the years that players are injured. LeBron's had the yeah. luxury of never being hurt ever. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I look at that, that that's just one, one aspect of it that I look at the other aspect is when they played with them when you so James Hart I'm sorry when KD first played with James Harden that was not a great player James Harden was good I and I was a huge fan of that team I remember he was not great he was a good player great six man don't get me wrong Westbrook same thing these were not mature players LeBron played with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh in their primes these were peak peak players I guess 
you can make an argument Dwayne yeah. Wade was not wasn't no. wasn't no he was in his prime at the start of it he the definitely first was. two seasons yeah. he yeah. was definitely right. yeah he he did it wasn't like best version of Dwayne Wade because best version of Dwayne Wade probably mm-hmm. would be without LeBron when the team was more his own so I yeah. the so right there LeBron played with players that were in their primes so so did Kevin Durant yes he didn't though in OKC in OKC no, maybe no. at the end yes. for Westbrook he did, right. but definitely not in the first first part. Right, and then f- certainly in Golden State, he played with the prime Klay uh, Thompson and Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. This year, it remains to be seen. So I, I almost don't even count this year for either of them. Um, yeah. So, and that because it's it, you know the se- the season is what twenty something games in. We don't really know. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's that's just how I view that. So I I think LeBron has had the luxury of playing with great great leaders like Dwayne Wade is disgustingly underrated as a player to me I know that we all probably have Steph Curry over him as a player but I don't know if Dwayne if Steph Curry is a better leader than Dwayne Wade Dwayne Wade was a great leader he showed LeBron James how to win he taught him how to win taught him how to be a great player how to be a clutch player Durant never needed any of that he didn't need all. Uh, that stuff. Never, oh, hmm. He didn't need to be taught how to be a winner or to be. He needed clutch. to join at seventy-three and nineteen to win a ring. Well, I know that much. So I could go into the details that of much. that and and how the team was totally different when Durant got there, and everybody was saying, you know, oh, they gave up Whatever. way too much to get him, which we know happened, but you know. I but think, anyways, yeah, yeah. Durant. So Durant did join a great team, and I, I will say the Warriors team probably better than any team LeBron's had. Yeah. Ever. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, yes, it depends easily. how you yeah. how you value Draymond Green because everybody likes to list him as a, a clear cut Hall of Famer, but he he was not great after 2016. He was an All Star though. He was an All Star. Yes, and and he wasn't. He just wasn't great. Um, uh, after 20 2016, like his that was his peak year, and then ever since then he's gone down statistically. Um, mm-hmm. but that, I just value that Miami Heat team so strongly. And then the fact that he goes, you know, jump ship to, um, to Cleveland and, and you get Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love. Kevin Love, everybody forgets how good Kevin Love was. Everyone forgets it because that man was a 25 and like 14 man in, o- I'm sorry, OKC, in Minnesota, right? Everybody forgets mm-hmm. that. And as soon as he came to play with LeBron, he became a spot up shooter. That happens. I get it. But, like, everybody forgets how good he is, and they like to diminish his value. Now he's playing with AD. Obviously, AD, top five player in the NBA, most people say. So there you go. Um, so I just value that, that especially the leadership that LeBron's had the luxury of playing with under Dwayne Wade and the growth he had, the maturity. I just value that more. I, I Personally, I value, uh, I think – uh, you know, it's pretty obvious. I think you, you, let me guess, you probably value Steph Curry more. I think, yeah, I think Kevin Durant has had more <laughs> yeah. help uh, in, his, in his career than LeBron James has. Um, I think you have to take into account what those teams were like. Yeah, obviously, you know, you have the Wade, Bosch, Kyrie, Love, a, you know, Anthony Davis, and for uh, KD, you have Steph, Clay, uh, and now Kyrie, Harden, and you Westbrook. know, Harden and Westbrook, you know. They weren't as they weren't good, you know. You also have Draymond Green, you know. There's an argument there, but I think you have to take into account how good these teams are without Durant and LeBron. And without LeBron, 
All those Cavs teams are terrible, bro. Are god awful. They're not. With Kyrie and Love. Kyrie and Love, sure. I mean, Kyrie and Love. They're, well, I'm talking they're about their All Star team. The the I I right. see what you're but saying. But I'm talking first, about with the All-Stars. first tenure with Cleveland. Oh yeah. He took multiple teams to the finals with no help. Yeah. And those teams were terrible. They declined very quickly after he left. Yes. Um, I, I'll speak on that. Right. Um, with Kevin. Wait, Durant, but with Kevin but, Durant, when, when Kevin Durant, Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but like you said, those teams without the players. The only example you could have is the Warriors without Durant, because obviously they still had the core without you can have Durant. You, you can have right. You so, also don't know LeBron, how bad the the, the Thunder were. The Thunder still were. No, I'm talking were a about when Durant was first Durant there because you were talking about the Cavs when LeBron was first there. But Durant on the Thunder those first years, they were horrible. Right. Horrible. Durant left, those teams were still playoff teams. And when, after LeBron left, those teams were certified not LeBron, playoff teams. LeBron they're, they're not they're they're without another they, all star. There were the two different team. teams, though. Yeah. The Warriors, the Thunder still had Westbrook. The, the 2016 Warriors still had the same core when Durant joined them in 2017. Right. After LeBron left the Heat. No, I'm saying after, after LeBron left the Cavs. He's talking about the first time he left the Cavs. The first time he left the Cavs. He took multiple te- multiple Cavs teams to the finals. And those okay. finals and Cavs one. teams yeah, after yeah, yeah. In the playoff. He took multiple to the playoffs. And after they yes. lost to like the Celtics a couple times, you know, those Cleveland Cavaliers teams drastically fell off. That's true. That's after, true. You're right. I also have to take into account that Kevin Durant left a good 55-27 team with the Thunder, who most people thought were that they're up 3-1. They should have won. They should have won the finals. Most people thought at that point when they were up 3-1, they were the best team in the whole playoffs. He left that team that had he had help on that team. They were in let I remember one that they were in the Western Conference Finals. He left that team to join a 73-9 team that was one game away from winning the NBA finals. Um, so I the think, second year, right? I think you have to take that into account. I think KD has more help just because you know he left that team who was one game away from going to the finals to and they still were a playoff team like well after he left, you know, and he all left right, well, and went to the Warriors. So I think you have to take that into account. I think, he, I think right, I'll go ahead and finish. And I do, I also do think that LeBron elevated those Miami Heat teams. I think mm. was, I think he elevated Wade. I think he elevated Bosch. I think he elevated <laughs> You're those gonna whole say teams. Durant didn't elevate oh my God. He did Durant did elevate, but he did but he relied on more on Steph and Clay and his oh, players than, than there we go. There's there's the Steph it was Curry fine until dropped. you said that. Once you said that Steph it just... Curry name drop finally happened man. All right. I'm waiting for that. Mohammed you got saying. something to say because I got I got a lot to say if you don't I'm just saying I just Steph think Curry, okay. also two time MVP winner no MVPs on the Miami Heat side. I'm also saying that. All right. I'm talking well, about every team, but all right. One. Well, since Zach is done talking and he, you know, finally showed up, you know, with his Steph Curry bias argument. Um, I want to say this. Durant has, in terms of big threes, this Durant has had three different big threes and all the right. teams you just talked about. Right. So that's why I think look, if you oh, want to are, you, about, are you including Ibaka in a big three? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the Harden. Westbrook. Are you talking about Harden right now? Talking about no, Harden, I meant. And or wait, TV are you including Thunder. Harden in a big three on OKC the first time? Okay, the 2012 
2012 team didn't make the finals. Okay, okay. Right. And Harden I, was I'll, the I'll sixth man. It. He I'll was the sixth man of the year. I wouldn't say they were big three, but they were the core of that team. So yeah. I say core-wise, I'm looking at core-wise, Durant has had better teams just right. because he, he made the big three in Brooklyn now. Okay. Just because right. of that. That's what gave him the edge for me. If you want to talk about role players, I say LeBron has had the better quality in terms of qualities. Minus the first stint in Cleveland. Minus the first stint in Cleveland. After that, I think LeBron's quality with six men, best players on all that stuff, I think LeBron has had better teammates. But in the end, I think the core players, big three, whatever you want to call it, I think that's the difference between that. All right. I also, so, I also, so, want, to, I also want to say, I think Durant needed Curry more than LeBron needed Wade. Oh, no. Get out of here, Please bro. Stop. Get out I do of here, bro. So. Stop it, dude. I do it, think Durant needed Curry more than LeBron needed Wade. It was respectable Wade, until that. I, I got so much to say. First of all, the Thunder were I do terrible. think Durant needed Curry terrible. more than Curry needed Durant. Terrible. The Thunder oh, was horrible when Durant was first there. So terrible. what? Okay, You're, so okay, what? but you keep bringing up how LeBron brought those teams somewhere and they the were finals. terrible yes. without without Durant. Those teams were awful. Right, but awful. once 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 Durant okay, and, so LeBron once Durant and LeBron both left those okay. respective teams. Yes. LeBron the didn't wait left as, as a playoff long as team and the Cavs yes. were not. Yes. Okay, if Durant had waited as long as LeBron for nobody to be no other All-Star to be on the team, you, he wouldn't yes. have carried them cuz he had needs more help. No. I, well, I actually agree with that, but that's that's mostly because I think LeBron becomes a system. So that I want to speak on that because we talked about this in previous episodes, where LeBron becomes a system. He just does. It, right. If you don't see that as a basketball fan, and so many people don't, mm-hmm. you're blind. He he becomes a system. This is why teams suck without him. You see all stars looking like they don't know how to play basketball. Kevin X. Love, Kevin Love, before he came to the Cavs. Was an all like easy all star. He was an elite, elite player, great, great player. And he came to the Cavs. Mm-hmm. His role diminishes. He starts to look like he doesn't know how to post up. Couldn't post yep. up Durant in the finals. I remember that. Like Durant's <laughs> skinny as hell. He doesn't. He's not strong. Uh, most people would say. And so, I I think that people need to understand that because Durant does not need to be a system, which is something I think should be valued more so than people give credit to because sex, sex, that's sex. the reason Durant could go to the Warriors. If LeBron went to the Warriors, your boy Steph Curry, he's not the system anymore. He's right. not. LeBron he's not the be. same. That's 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 something that Durant that that allows him to go join other players like Steph Curry, Klay Thompson. Um, James Harden and Kyrie kind of remains to be seen. So you admit, so you admit it's Curry's system. It's Curry's team. I, well, I yeah, never said they, it they, wasn't his they, system. They established. I just said it wasn't. he wasn't the best player. I still agree it was his system and his team. Right. I'm not disagreeing. Well, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're a championship-winning team. So, yeah. of course, they already now, established what the system here's, was. Here's okay. the other thing I want to speak on, first of all, is that when the Warriors got Durant, they gave up a lot to get him, and everybody freaked out about that and immediately was saying, oh, they're not going to be great, blah, 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 and then and immediately changed to they're going to be great. I remember that cut time clear cut. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I don't. I, I remember a lot of tweets. Congratulations to the 2016, 2017, 2018, I mean, I, I remember that too. <laughs> I remember that, that, that too. Um, but I, I just, I, I, the first go around for both of them, they, they had bad teams. They had bad, bad teams. Right. 
LeBron's was worse as he went on because his team was LeBron came to the league with an older team. Durant came in with super young. So like his team progressively got better. LeBron's just got worse over time. Like that mm-hmm. the first go around, they were both teams were terrible. What but Durant's team got better and better. Now I I predicted him going to the Warriors before the 2016 season even happened. Like I thought he was going there even if they lost or I'm sorry, even if they won. I just thought he was going there or the Spurs. So that made sense to me. But I, I like I said, I think the the style of play doesn't get enough um, attention. Attention. It, it's not valued enough because LeBron can't go to a team without becoming the system. This is why when LeBron goes to a team, everybody gets traded. Everybody's thrown out the window because he needs to be the system. He needs. I need shooters around me. Durant doesn't need that. And granted, that's a, a style of leadership. I think Durant does need Durant. I think was proven that Durant needed shooters because couldn't do it with Westbrook and Ibaka and Thunder, and they're not well, shooters. But he could do it with Curry and Clay. But he doesn't need the shooters. Uh, no, that's such a. And Harden and Kyrie are both shooters as well. Let that remind you. I'm talking about spot up shooters, okay? Obviously, LeBron doesn't play with elite shooters. Dwayne Wade's not an elite shooter. Chris Bosh not an elite shooter. Anthony Davis not an elite shooter, although he's good. Uh, Kyrie Irving, yeah, he's an elite shooter. Kevin Love, yeah. I'm talking about spot-up shooters, but Durant doesn't need to become the system. LeBron does. That that affects teams when they don't know how to play. We brought it up last week, Mohamed, with Marquise when we had our game, you know, where we played our, our, our travel ball season the whole year, and every play was designed for Marquise. And then the one half, he doesn't show up. Will, we, Will, Will. Yeah. Good thing the question is about who has better teammates, not about – who affects right. the team more. more help, right? Who affects the team more? That's not a, that's not well, a, that's you, not a I'm just addressing what you said, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I, addressing I what I said. I'm addressing what you said about them, like LeBron carrying the team and whatnot and having, well, they didn't have good players on either side. And then when they both left those respective teams with the help that they had, the results. So, were... so and, and I'm, I'm saying that because LeBron becomes a system when he leaves the team, yeah, they are terrible. Mm-hmm. Like he okay. left, he left Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Regardless y- of that, you're saying forget about Durant that left argument. Westbrook. Forget about that whole argument. Forget about that whole argument. <laughs> Durant joins the seventy three nine Warriors. That's all you need to know. That that's true. That's point. But, that's point in case right there. No, 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 sir. Mohammed, yeah. your your final thoughts. Well, to be honest, um, I think. Durant has had better teammates, but that's just me waiting on what Brooklyn does this year and the years after that, or however long they have this core together. Um, but just on just on name itself, I think Durant has had better teammates, just on paper. But um, I still think LeBron has had better role players, so I think it evens out. But then again, when you're talking about championship teams, you know, I'd rather take Durant's teammates than LeBron's. Yeah, well, I, I, I can agree with that, that he's had better – like, if you look at the, star the, power, the yeah. roster, he's had better star power. I can agree with yeah. that. Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Steph Curry, Kyrie, and, and Harden. And that's strictly if you include this season, which yes, is – Yeah, yeah, that's me, what I'm saying. Just, just because of the included. Brooklyn big three. Okay, yeah. yeah. But if you want to take that out, then, then – if, if I don't include that, it remains to be seen because – Kyrie Irving and James Harden. Kyrie Irving can just get hurt at any point in time. I was going to bring up injuries because the Thunder 
could have went to more finals, like I said, if those 2013, 14, and 15 seasons didn't have injuries to Durant or Westbrook, they could have done damage or more damage than they already did in the playoffs. So I think the two years that did were close to making the finals, or one of them they did, they were pretty young, obviously, and they're facing a Heat team that just lost and got embarrassed the year before. So they're kind of more hungry. Bro, I can uh, – I can, then, all I want to say – oh, go on, sorry. Yeah, but I was just going to say, then 2016, obviously, they, they, they blow the lead, obviously. But I think the years before that, the injuries kind of affected them, you know, a lot, obviously. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's all I was going to say. I do want to also say this. I want to also say this. I think best <sighs> players unanimously across all teams, best players on good, on good teams, at least, are built around. So when you say Durant is in the system – I mean, he's the best player on that Thunder team, and they build around him. So they didn't build around Durant, right? But they did not build around him. They built around Westbrook. Okay. They did. Kind of got they did. The they did. They, they did. Though. They honestly they did. Still the best player, though. He is the best player. But I'm. That's my point about his greatness. But I want to say this. All I gotta say is that. When LeBron had a meltdown in 2011, All right? They lost the finals. Mm. When Durant couldn't play. In 2019, they lost the finals. That's an argument for another day, but the Warriors would have won that series if they didn't play. They didn't need Durant in the beginning. Oh, so so what you're then. saying is that if Clay played this year, they would be a finals team? Obviously, yes. Oh, my God. They'd be contending for the finals right now. They'd be a playoff, at least a five seed or four seed right now. If they That's play. not contending for a finals. They they have no chance against the Clippers, Lakers. They have Nuggets. a chance. Ah, uh, maybe the Nuggets. They have a chance against. No, no. Come Zach, on. Please, next episode, release the papers on how much the Warriors pay for you, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh. Bro, why can't this man advocate for the Bulls? Like, I do right. the Bulls. Yeah. I, let me just say, I, let me just say this for all the all the Bulls. How much do they I, pay for? How much say, do they pay you, bro? I will say this for the Bulls. I will say this for the just to just to one time. double down on my Bulls team. I do think the Bulls '90s teams are are gonna beat anybody. From the, any Warriors team, to be honest, because oh, with Jordan, with Jordan it's gonna be it's gonna be close, and if it's close, it's over with. If you have Jordan on your team, bro, because he's gonna take over the game more than more than Curry, more than Durant, more than your Jim boy Martin. Steph okay. ain't scoring with Jordan uh-uh. on him and Pippen. He not he not going. They're not doing <laughs> nothing. I'm sorry, Rodman's gonna down the clutch. Down the clutch. If they if they play in if they play in nineties rule, yes, that's what I'm gonna say. It depends on what era they play in. The results are different. If any, if any game is close with the '90s Bulls, I'm taking the Bulls. To be honest, you know, they have to get I, blown out. They have to get blown out if they're going to lose. Yeah, because Jordan will Jordan will take over in the in the late in the fourth, and there's nothing you can do to stop them. Yeah, so that is what it is. But uh, I love that debate. That, there's we'll we'll have more on that. Solid. It'll just coming. It's good. It's good content. But uh, that's all, all we have time for tonight, guys. We ran way over time. Yep. Hopefully, people stuck with us. Um, Shout out to all our TikTok followers. Shout out to all our TikTok followers, by the way. Yeah, our TikTok account's growing like crazy. It's blowing, blowing up it. right now. We love Shout it. Shout out to everyone um, on Instagram and Twitter, no, too. Instagram, I haven't forgotten Twitter, Spotify, I haven't forgotten whatever you're looking at, bro. It's, we love Stay it. humble. Growth. <laughs> growth is, it's real. It's real. We love it. Um, Sorry we ran late tonight, but... um. 
hopefully, thanks for listening. Hopefully people stuck around. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We had a great time, you know, and you got to tune in next week for another episode. Sam Darnold to the Bears, by the way. <laughs> uh, oh, peace. Yeah, that seems like a fitting way to end it. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>